Originally from Charlotte, North Carolina, Joe Firstman relocated to Nashville and started up Cordova's, and that track was from their brand new The Roses of Aces album, It's Fallen Angels of Rock and Roll, as we kick off this hour of great listening on the mainstream. I'm your host, Brett Maybe. I'm coming to you from the Allegheny Territory of the Seneca Nation, and I'm signing in to bring you a lot of incredible and iconic music, a lot of which you probably know, but I certainly hope uh, that you'll discover new songs and form relationships so you'll keep coming back and we'll have a great time listening to music together, right? So I don't want to do too, too much talking right now. Suffice it to say that we're going to be taking a trip back in music history for the date of October 17th this hour. We're visiting 2001 with Jay Livingston and this will be a fun opportunity for me to be able to tie in my hometown as well. Stay tuned for more details. Also, it's David St. Hubbin's birthday, born October 17th, 1947. He's the lead singer of Spinal Tap, so stick around for a fun, fun hour. In fact, the only thing we might be accused of for the 60 minutes is having too much fun. There's also some Samantha Crane from her critically acclaimed A Small Death, taking you back to 2020 in this block. Uh, the one and only legendary Buffy St. Marie with Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee from her Medicine Songs album. And right now, we're getting back into things with Animal Collective. They've flat out rejected the comparisons to the Beach Boys, not because they don't appreciate it, but because they don't think they're worthy. We're going to get into our listening with this latest single. It's Soul Capture, kicking things off, so turn it up and sing along. You're listening to The Mainstream.
Legislations on the desk of a do-right congressman. Now he don't know much about the issue, so he picks up the phone and he asks advice of the senators out in Indian country. Darlings of the energy companies who are ripping off what's left of the reservations. Uh.
John Bernstein of Rolling Stone magazine ranked Samantha Crane's A Small Death number eight on their best music of 2020 staff picks. And it's certainly not hard to see why. That was Joey helping to wind down that block of great listening here on the mainstream. Before that, Buffy St. Marie's Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee and a new release from Animal Collective. If you're just joining us, I'm your host, Brett. Maybe there's never a bad time to get in on the listening, but you've missed a little bit. So be sure to check out MainstreamRadio.net for the full podcast archive that you can take around with you wherever you go. You can listen from your desktop, laptop, or mobile device. As we get back into our music, and as promised, we're taking a trip back in music history for the date of October 17th this hour. And later on, I have some Spinal Tap coming your way. Right now, however, uh, we're taking a trip back to October 17th, 
2001. Sadly, that was the day that songwriter and composer Jay Livingston died of pneumonia. Best known for writing hits with Ray Evans for Doris Day, those tracks include Whatever Will Be Will Be, and they recorded for Nat King Cole, Peggy Lee, and so much more. Now, this particular rendezvous is especially important for me. I mentioned that Jay Livingston's songwriting partner was Ray Evans, and he happens to be from the exact same hometown that I'm from. Now, I often talk about being from the Allegheny Territory, and this is true, and it should always be acknowledged first. The cozy little squatter town that I live in is called Salamanca, and Ray Evans was born and raised here. They also wrote together the Bonanza theme song, and for Peggy Lee, they wrote the song Golden Earrings. You're also familiar with another track from the duo, the Christmas classic Silver Bells. Now I'm going to keep good on my promise. When it gets to holiday season, this will be some shelter from the storm and the barrage of Christmas music. But I can't pass up today's opportunity because now I also get to include another great act from my hometown, Seneca Nation members Justin Woodmancy and Nick Byling of the Wolf Clan and their band Elementra. They did a take on Silver Bells, and they're going to be helping to wind down this set. We're also going to be hearing Debbie Reynolds and Tammy. That's another track that the duo wrote, and that particular one made its way into the Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas soundtrack. Also, Billy Strange with the Bonanza theme song, but right now, it's Sean Lennon and Charlotte Campbell with their Ghost of a Sabertooth Tiger and their take on a Ray Evans and Jay Livingston classic, it's Golden Earrings from the Midnight Sun album, Turn It Up and Sing Along. You're listening to The Mainstream. Then 
We've made it to the second half of our hour together. You're listening to The Mainstream, and I'm Brett Maybe. Before this hour is up, Possessed by Paul James with Poor Boy from the Tribute to R.L. Burnside compilation. We're also going to be hearing John Trudell and Quest from the Through the Dust album, taking you back to 2014. Right now, we're going to continue on with our fun and musical celebrations as we take a look at the date of October 17th. So take a stroll with me back to 1947. It was the day that David St. Hubbins was born. He's the vocalist for Spinal Tap. You might be familiar with their 1984 rock documentary, This Is Spinal Tap. Now, I gotta say, that's all there is in my uh, prep for that, so I think we can do just a little bit better. He has a full biography. (laughs) St. Hubbins, whose namesake is the patron saint of quality footwear, was born August 13, 1947 in Squatney, London, England. He grew up in Squatney in flat number 45. Fellow Spinal Tap Band member Nigel Tufnell lived right next door in flat number 47. They did not know each other at first. At age seven and eight, the new friends Nigel and David began their musical adventure together. David says, We left school and started playing tube station skiffle. It was like the filings feel about a magnet. We were the filings. Spinal Tap became the magnet. They have recorded the first song they wrote together in 1955 which is also featured in the documentary, It's Cry All the Way Home. After his first divorce, St. Hubbins was married to his longtime girlfriend, Janine Pettibone. They moved to Panama, California, where they opened two boutiquerias. David credits Jeannie and her love of astrology with getting his cosmically challenged life back in order. In an interview with David and Janine, David said, Before I met Janine, my life was cosmically a shambles. I was using bits and pieces of whatever Eastern philosophy would drift through my transom. So without further ado, it's with great pleasure that I get to introduce some live Spinal Tap. It's Stonehenge coming up in just a few. Turn it up and sing along. You're listening to the mainstream. This looks absolutely perfect. I mean, it's, uh, it's the right proportions. It'll be this color, right? Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's just terrific. I mean, it almost looks, uh, looks like the real thing. I got it. Yeah. When we get the actual uh, set, when we get the piece, it'll, it'll follow exactly these specifications. I mean, even these contours and everything. Um, I don't understand uh, But I mean, the actual piece. Well, when we, I mean, when when you build the actual piece. Uh, but this is what you asked for, isn't it? What? Well, this is the piece. This is the piece. Yes. Are you telling me that this is it? This is scenery. Have you ever been to Stonehenge? No, the I haven't been to Stonehenge. The triptychs are twenty feet high. You can stand four men up. Ian, I was, I was. This asked is to this is insane. This isn't a piece of scenery. Look, look. This is what I was asked to build. 18 inches, right here. It's specified, 18 inches. I was given this napkin, I mean... Forget this! Forget the napkin! In ancient times, hundreds of years before the dawn of history, lived a strange race of people. The Druids. No one knows who they were or what they were doing, but their legacy remains hewn into the living rock. Stonehenge. 
cry and the cat's meow. I will take you there. I will show you. I do not for one think that the problem was that the band was down. I think that the problem may have been that there was a Stonehenge monument on the stage that was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. All right? That tended to understate the hugeness of the object. I really think you're just making a much too big a thing out of it. Making a big thing out of it would have been a good idea. Nigel gave me a drawing that said 18 inches, all right? I know he did, and that's what now, I'm talking about. Now, he knows the difference between feet and inches is not my problem. I do what I'm told. But you're not as confused as him, are you? I mean, it's not your job to be as confused as Nigel is. It's my job to do what I'm asked to do by the creative element of this band. <laughs> and that's what I did. The Come audience on. were laughing. So it became a comedy number, right? Yes, it did. Yes, it well did. And it was not pleasant to be part of the comedy on stage. Backstage, perhaps, it was very amusing. Well, maybe we just fix the choreography and keep the dwarf clear. What do you mean? So won't trod upon it. Where it really stays. Oh, 
push on like you do Like it's the only thing your life is wanting to
From the sounds of it, you would assume that French soul band, the Super Soul Brothers, have been around a lot longer than they have. Really, it's only been a three-year journey so far, and it was Don't Lock Down Your Heart, winding down that block of listening here on the mainstream. I'm your host, Brett Maybe. Sadly, this is my last time checking in with you for the hour. Uh, be sure to check your local listings for the next time you can tune in on the air. To listen at your own convenience, check out MainstreamRadio.net, and I always invite you to check out my nativeartistdirectory.com, a nice convenient hub to discover a lot of incredible music from indigenous artists all across Turtle Island. It also features a lot of great content from Native Voice One, so check out more at nativeartistdirectory.com. Thank you to my friends at the Anosa Gwende Cultural Center and Creatives Rebuild New York for their continued support of the mainstream. I do have time for just a few more, and this one, leading the way to the top of the hour, is going to be from the RL Volume 4 compilation a tribute to R.L. Burnside. It's possessed by Paul James with Poor Boy kicking things off. Turn it up and sing along and join me again soon on the mainstream. when it's harder to remember reasons to laugh than it is to remember reasons to cry. It has to do with how remember remembers. The realms of memories and pick and choose. The conditionings of pain leave deeper imprints, repressing laughter and a competition of pick me. Stars in the night, dimming bright, racing the sun. With memories of good and bad lined up in line, Who do we pick out first and most in the lined up? Reliving same shadow parts of the past all over as good memories and reasons to laugh wonder. Who and what turned the past into the diseased? Feelings transmuted into ambushes of hysterical. Feeding our natural fires into emotional fevers. High octane combustion for erupting internals. And at the core of blaming is blaming ourselves. 
and the mining by trauma with distorting perceptions. The wrong to become the wrong and that's their worth. Turning images of self into fragments of who we are. Good things that happen and reasons to laugh wait. Wanting their fair turn to bring the balance they bring. Feeling like wallflowers in the dance hall of memories. With too many singers singing too many sad songs. Like a desperate drought in a desert using tears for rain. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.